have my appointment at ICBC tomorrow. Uh, I hate getting my photo taken for those things. They're like, is that good? And you're like, you're like, does I it matter? <laughs> Did you get to smile in yours? Did they let you smile in them? No. I don't know. For your license? I'm not sure. In Alberta, they let you so. smile for your license. Oh, they don't let you. Okay. I think they were just yeah. like, just stare at the thing. Pretty yeah. sure they do. You can't smile for your passport. I know that. But yeah. I think in Alberta, they're like, you can smile if you want to. I don't know. Why, why is it that you can't smile for your passport? I don't know. It makes your face look weird. I guess. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't. I think it's just that it's like, I guess. I don't know. Like, if you, if you're, it's just your most neutral face. They just want to know what you would look like. Like, you I know. I guess so. Just a weird thing. Yeah. Anyways. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Cinegrade, the podcast where we take a movie breakdown and give it a score in five different categories of filmmaking, after which we give it a final grade. My name is Elsha. My name is Chelsea. And we're back. Mm-hmm. I guess not, you wouldn't know, but we stopped <laughs> recording for a bit because I died. Oh yeah, and Elsha then, got uh, the vid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got the Rona. Pretty rude. Which was uh, her first time. <laughs> Which is pretty funny, actually. Yeah, <laughs> almost like it's the end Two of twenty twenty two. Almost. Yeah, I had it once. I also haven't been. I hadn't been like sick in that amount of time too. Yeah. Like I hadn't been sick at all with anything. Yeah. So it's kind of annoying. But I feel wasn't like you sound bad. still like a little. Contestant. I'm still a little bit. So you've been testing like, negative, right? Yeah. I mean, like after a while, it still kind of lingers. That yeah. Cough. Yeah. Yeah. Not tell me about it. <laughs> You're like, I know. Yeah, I'm kind of had uh, COVID like three times. Four. Four. I think, yeah. I had it maybe once when it started. One of those times started. you barely had it, though. What, that, remember that yeah. one time? But after Billy, I like had it, but I like barely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I. You were like, I think this counts, but like. I think barely. it got worse after that first test. Like a little maybe. bit. But like I didn't really feel anything about it. Yeah. And then I didn't feel that terrible when I got it in June either. Mm-hmm. I felt pretty bad when I got it in June. Uh, it was not fun. <laughs> yeah. And my throat hurt a lot. And that was like the first time I had it confirmed because the other time was like before anyone knew what it was. Yeah. And then you got it and I was like, man, I want to get it again. But I don't <laughs> think I did because I didn't get sick. No, I think we were all I fine. I not once tested for it, but. I think you're all fine, though. Anyways, but we're back. <laughs> All alive. And we're back with our uh, first actual episode of our teen dystopian movie genre. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess, unless you count Twilight, I guess kind of. No. Not, dy- not dystopian, but it's more like teen book genre. Yeah. I don't really it's think in that genre, genre, kind of. It's teen, kind of teenage, a genre. A teenage book? That's a genre. Mm-hmm. Young adult? YA? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't think I would ever put Hunger Games and Twilight in, like, the same. Twilight. I don't think that they're, I think they're less, di- like, less similar than, like, that I think and, the like, only divergent. thing they share is the demographic. Yeah. Mm. Which I wouldn't really call it a genre. When was Hunger Games written? The books? The book? Didn't we look that up? It was, like, 2010? I think I the, 2008. Might have been 2009. So, yeah, in that, in between that period. Book. 28 to 2010. I mean, I don't think they're necessarily the compl- uh, completely the same genre. 2008. But they both share similar things. You know, they both had multiple books. Again, mm-hmm. the same demographic. They both were pretty big deals for when they came out, you know. Yeah. Multiple uh, ending movies. But then if you're going to do that, you could probably put Harry Potter in the same I was going to say, list. Harry Potter is the exact same then. And you wouldn't put that in the same category. I don't know. I feel like I might. <laughs> I mean, Twilight feels like it's more for, like, girls. 
Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Hunger Games. I, don't I know. think Hunger Games was mass appeal. I mean, definitely a female leaning because it had a female protagonist, and obviously only girls watch things where girls are the lead character, <laughs> um, according to Hollywood. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I think it was more. It Hunger Games is like I suppose what marketed as action. What falls into this category then? This. What is the category? Is it dystopian? I feel like teen dystopian movies that, that, that are based on novels yeah then okay. definitely not twilight that's not dystopian at all so hunger games maze runner divergent maze runner divergent i feel like i think those are the more, big three i think yeah. there's i don't think they're just I, like i think there were more books but i don't think they became franchise where does like percy jackson fall in that then that's, that's probably also in that genre i don't agree mm. at all but where <laughs> is it then it's just a it's just a movie for young adults. It's a fantasy. Put, hey, I would put that more towards Twilight and yeah, Harry yeah. Potter. It's just a fun, fun genre <laughs> I think, game. I think the Venn diagram is like Harry Potter and Percy Jackson are in like young adult fantasy. And then you've got young adult dystopian with Hunger Games and Maze Runner and Divergent. And then mm-hmm. maybe in the middle, a little bit Twilight, but yeah. not really. Yeah. But I think it's in the middle of that spectrum. It's Did not you really ever a watch diagram. like... Mm-hmm. The Shadow Bones oh, Hunter. Oh, yeah. That also, The yeah. heck was that? That was Cassandra Clare stealing people's fanfic. Yeah. Twilight fanfic. And then yeah. selling it as books. This is like Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what that was about. I don't even know. Um, I feel like I, I read the- Read the books. And yeah. then they like dabbled with like, oh, maybe it's incest. And I was like, I think I'm going to stop reading these. <laughs> I think I read like- All the great the movies books. are maybe it's incest. <laughs> Star Wars, Back to the Future. <laughs> Um, yeah. I did not like that. Those movies were, I don't think they did very well. Was there, there was one movie. One with Lily Collins, right? Yeah. It was Lily Collins. I think and then so. they rebooted as a TV show, and that yeah. got like three or four seasons. Was I the, never watched the TV show. I think I watched the movie, and I was like, this is weird. Was The Host also a movie that was yes. based on a book? Yeah. By Stephanie Meyer. With yeah. Sir Ronan? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see I liked that movie. No, I actually I really that liked that book. Oh. I mean, it's Stephanie Meyer, so like the writing's really bad, but the concept was super interesting, and I was like, as a sci-fi idea, you, this was really cool. Midnight Sun is a great book. <laughs> <laughs> I also read Stephanie Meyer's The Chemist, um, which was dog shit. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> Did you ever? I didn't. I didn't read it. Like I read those books, and I read some, but I was uh, more of a fan fiction person, hmm. so I didn't read a ton of like young adult books when i was older because i was also really into movies too yeah so i was like i'll watch movies i'll read my fan fiction and then i books are like not high on my list mm-hmm. but i read like the selection do you know that book yeah they have like feel, the girl mm, like almost, not a prom yeah dress, it's like a dress on the dress, front because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. they yeah, pick no, a bunch it's yeah, like the bachelor talking about. for like yeah. a prince right yeah, yeah. yeah and he has to find and then i, I heard they were making about. that into a movie <clears throat> yeah netflix i don't know if they're still doing that i remember ta- i think we talked about this I don't know. I read like I know two about, of though. the three of those books, and I thought they were kind of because those are like kind of those are like fan fictions but published. Ever <laughs> read like Scott Westerfield's Uglies or Pretties? No, but I remember oh, friends because I think read those. that would fall into the dystopian young adult yeah. dystopian because that was a thing. It was like it was a bunch of like whatever society, and then when you turned sixteen, you got made pretty, mm-hmm. and it was like a class system and like. All yeah. very based on appearance. They're making, a, I think, a Netflix series of that too. Mm. Anyways, it's a, it's a, it's a genre kind but of. But what happened to it? 
the just burnt out. It was like how they were yeah. making zombie movies for like five years straight and then stopped. Do they still? Yeah. What are the popular books now? Do people still read books? Now I don't know. Well, they're making a lot of stuff off of fanfic now. Not fanfic, uh, like but like but like Wattpad and... stuff. Like what? Wattpad Studios is a thing. Wattpad yeah. is so it's so cool. Yeah, it is. I've been staring. Also, like it's more standalone. Like it's not as much series, but they like they're doing that like young royals or something like red, white, and royal blue, which was like a queer rom com book mm. that's being turned into an Amazon series, and then they're doing that. Um... Oh, it was it was fanfic. It was Rilo fanfic Ugh. that got turned into a book, and now they're making a movie about it. How did they do that? What? I want to talk about the fanfic to book thing. <laughs> do people sure. just completely steal it, or do they ask the author, can no, you write a book? No, it's the author just changes it and repackages it to sell it as a book. So oh, the author... So it's a book. Yes, yeah. but it was like... So it's like... pretty much like they, they, they make a fanfiction, they publish called... it on like whatever i think it's popular and someone might approach them i don't know yeah and then it gets popular they go but like i could redo this as a book like there's this rewrite that would be so crazy if like one of the fan fictions i love gets gets like made into a book (laughs) and then they make it into a movie you're like that would be uh... (laughs) wild but that's yeah that's where they're getting most of their maybe that's where that fan fiction writer that you thought died maybe it's because she's turning into a book like i'm making into a book i doubt it but sure yeah anyways yeah that's interesting though that that genre is kind of dead yeah maybe it it also just feels like i mean we're not young anymore young young anymore Mm -hmm. so we don't really know what's the big hype with like books kids. i mean you can like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what are the kids if what kids are the kids what are the youths reading kids stop reading i mean i'm sure that's not true there's definitely people who still read books but yeah you know i don't know if they're just as popular yeah. anymore i mean i get a lot of book talk stuff it kind of pops up yeah. on my for you page and it's definitely a shift and then if you walk into bookstores now they're like as seen on tiktok mm, yeah. <laughs> and it's whatever books and they're usually like pretty rom commy. i don't see a lot of like series blowing up a, mm-hmm. there was a sarah j mass mm-hmm. whatever she has that netflix show now the shadow and bone oh yeah and then there was like there's a couple like fantasy ones i've seen but it's also interesting though because those movies were kind of like the biggest things that were happening every year like everybody saw them or at least all the young people saw them so they mm-hmm. made a ton of money all the time i don't know like that's some, like i think maybe that's been replaced by like marvel mm-hmm. which is kind of more what we all everybody goes to see yeah so maybe maybe marvel killed it i also <laughs> maybe think yeah be, like this was so aimed towards like young adults Mm-hmm. But now a lot of young adult content is being put onto streaming. Like that generation tends to be like more of a streaming generation than a theater. Like I'm not, I'm yeah, not saying they true. don't go to theaters. Yeah. But when they're advertising and marketing to like teenagers, it's through streaming now. Yeah, that's and true. And it's like so everything goes straight to Netflix or Amazon or mm-hmm. HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So it's not so much as a theater. Like, oh my god, we're lining up at midnight to watch The Hunger Games. Yeah, it's like, yeah. we'll watch it at midnight when it comes out on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> but then every once in a while, yeah, you get, like, the No Way Home, which was, like, a big movie that yeah. was in theaters forever. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I'm not saying, but yeah, I don't yeah. think, like, Marvel, like, Marvel has a much bigger demographic span yeah. than, like, just teenage girls. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> teenage girls are a big audience, so. Yeah. You know, you gotta really try and cater towards them, because that's where you're gonna get all your money. Yeah. And some people, I just don't think, realize that. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, no cool. one spends money on merch like teenage girls. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Looking around. Except for, like, <laughs> except yes. for, like, guys who are into, like, Star Wars. Yeah. yeah they'll then they'll buy drop 20 grand on an R2. Everything. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's nerds yeah. and teenage girls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Which can overlap, but yeah. yeah, teenage girls are more varied interests. Yeah, yeah. The amount of times that we've been like, "What if we bought that eight hundred dollar Lego Razor Crest?" <laughs> I looked at the- it the other day again. <laughs> I was at Canadian Tire and I almost bought a twenty dollar Baby Yoda plushie just because it was there. Yeah, I know the power they, they have. Get you. <laughs> There's gonna be so much new merch that comes out. I'm going to have Last of Us merch and Mando Season 3 merch that's going to come out. And I'm going to be like, I am going to be broke. I want the Squishmallow baby. Baby 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 Grogu. Do you remember first seeing the Hunger Games? I was just going to ask you that. I actually don't. I I never really watched. I don't think I watched any of them in theaters. Really? I I never really got into the Hunger Games until like after it was all out. And then I kind of watched them. Like randomly. I remember seeing the last two in theaters, and I'm sure I saw the second. I'm sure I'm so. I'm sure I saw all of them. In I theaters. might have seen the last one. In the- I don't know, but I can't fully I remember know. it. That's. I definitely saw it in theaters mm-hmm. like with my friends, but I was also like I read all the books. Yeah, and I was like going to midnight releases of the books, and so I know we, me and my friends, probably lined up to go see the Hunger Games. In the mm-hmm. Yeah, I know like all of my friends either had read the books or started reading the books right around or after the movie came out. So, like, everyone I knew had watched it or was reading the books, and I was like... Yeah. I had read the nah. books, yeah, before the movies. I remember yeah. I was reading the first book when I worked at this shoe store, and, like, I finished it, and on my break, I walked across the mall to get the second book. <laughs> because I was like, I have to read this series. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't really remember. Cause yeah. I mean, me neither, but I'm sure I saw it in theaters. Yeah. I also read... I read. I definitely read the first two books, mm-hmm. but I don't think I finished it. I've definitely read the first one at least. Was this the one that you said that you started reading it and then yeah. it was too similar to the actual I movie? Started, I started, started like... reading Catching Fire and I was like, this feels like it's exactly the same as the movie and I don't want to read it anymore. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the movie. Yeah. And I was like, I, like I, I, sometimes you want that extra stuff. Yeah. Like, I want it to be a little bit different. Not yeah. too different. It's really it's hard to adapt a book into a well, yeah, movie. I feel I because you it's know, kind of hard. People will be like, "Oh, they left this out," and it's like, "Well, first of all, a book's so long." You know, we talk about when we talk about Twilight, um, and then second of all, some of it's garbage. So yeah, it's also like when some you, of it doesn't matter. It's <laughs> like a book has a lot in it of like the inner character's mind. Because in a book, you can say, "Oh, they're thinking about this," and "Oh, this made them feel this way." Yeah. But you can't movie, do that in a movie. Yeah. It all has to be visual or through your dialogue. Yeah. So it's or really voiceover. like, yeah, sure, you can do like narration. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. Um, but so it's they're like really kind of different ways of storytelling, and so the, it's kind of hard to get. And I mean, that's why people are always like the book's better than the movie. It's like, well, yeah, because you can kind of delve quite a bit deeper into those characters. Mm. Um, you know, it's yeah. also like a book can take you like seven hours to read maybe maybe longer some people take forever to read a book <laughs> um and a movie you, know, you only have like max two and a half hours really you should yeah <laughs> <laughs> but were you a fan of the, these movies yeah i like them i mean i think i definitely like the first one 
Mm-hmm. Probably the best. Probably I don't mind the best. second one. Again, I, we were talking about this. Yeah. Th- about how, like, if there's the no Hunger one, Games in it, I don't want it. Yeah. Well, like, the <laughs> second one, I feel like the beginning of the second one, I'm like, can we just get on with it? Second one's long. And then, yeah, I know. But then once they get into the arena, I'm like, this is fine again. Mm-hmm. But the beginning of the second one, I'm like, can we just get there? I think I like all that stuff, like the political stuff. That I don't mind it. But I definitely am, like, waiting for them to get to the arena. Yeah, I liked the first and second one. And the third and fourth are so, like, I can't even remember what happened. The third, I barely remember. I think the third, they're in 13 the whole time, pretty much. Yeah. PETA's, like, taken over or, like, drugged or brainwashed. I think he's not really in the third one. I I think they get him back at the end of the third one. And then they... He's in the fourth. I just remember the song, The Hanging Tree. Oh, yeah. Are you, are you coming to the tree? Yeah. (laughs) I also remember seeing either the third or the fourth one in theaters, and someone was, like, smoking in front of me. Maybe they were vaping, but it was, like, like, adding to the (laughs) ambiance of all the burning rubble yeah you actually went to a 40 experience (laughs) and i also think it was in that movie that there's someone was sitting in my seat (laughs) i had to be like get out excuse me you're in my seat we i went with amy we went to the very back of the theater because she likes sitting in the back so it's like fine we booked that and then i went to the bathroom first she came to get me she said we can't sit there because someone's in the seat i'm like fine i'll handle this for some reason i had that so i went up and i went uh you're in my seat and he goes no this is uh a i'm like this is f (laughs) i'm like you are sat at the front you did the thing yeah you have to go sit in the front and crane your neck up that's not my fault yeah Uh, he knew yeah. Yeah, maybe he did now, and then he was like, fine. He was sorry. just hoping, yeah, like that Amy, like a teenage girl, would be too scared to confront yeah. him. But I was like, I'm not sitting in the front. Yeah. It's like, I'll get someone to come kick you out. <laughs> I think that was the worst theater experience I've had. Is like, I don't know if they're still like this, but Arsenoplex had like a weird two front rows that was even closer because they had oh, like yeah. the two rows and then they had wheelchair seating and then regular seats. We had that too. And the first two rows were kind of like rocking, like they reclined. Yeah, but you, not it was really. like really far back. Yeah. But I watched one of the Transformers in those seats, and I swear it looked felt like looking at the actors' noses. Yeah, they're. Horrible. I think I saw warm bodies like that like in like the mm. front like i think the was theater it, that i saw it in it had three of the front really close ones yeah. for some reason i don't know and i think we were in the the second row so it was like pretty far up and it was to the side so it was like up and you had to look like all the way to the side saw, and it was kind of miserable i saw but... meet the robinsons like that <laughs> but it was still a great movie yeah <laughs> that's a classic Anyways, I, I guess we'll get into the pre-production. Okay. Of which there's not very much, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much the book was made. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a lot of success. It was, like, best-selling everything for a while. And then development began in 2009 when Lionsgate entered into a co-production agreement with Nina Jacobson's production company Color Force, who had acquired the rights a few weeks earlier for reportedly around $200,000. Um, and then they, they were like, great. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. Lionsgate was very excited to have the rights. Lionsgate. <laughs> Lionsgate, our favorite production company. <laughs> Lionsgate has a great Twitter. Whoever's running their Twitter is oh, yeah. unhinged. Yeah. And they love Pedro Pascal. Yeah. So naturally, I want them to be my best friend. Yeah. No, but Lionsgate's great. Um, <laughs> anyways, 
but they were very excited. I think before this, they actually were like not doing very well. Did Lionsgate make Twilight or is that E1 made Twilight, but Uh, did they both make it? I feel like E1 made Twilight, but then for some reason Lionsgate... I think Lionsgate got... They never stopped tweeting about it. Lionsgate might have been the Canadian co-producer of it. Maybe, yeah. yeah. maybe. They did shoot a lot here, so... But, um, they apparently were, like, not doing the greatest, so they were, like, really trying to get as much funding as they could, Mm. because they were like, oh, man, this is gonna be what brings us back. This is their nightmare (laughs) on Elm Street. Yeah, this is our nightmare on Elm Street. This is the house that Katniss built. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So they, uh, so they were, like rating the budgets of other productions to try to get money <laughs> mm-hmm. and like and so they got a budget of 88 million eventually um i think they ended up spending more i don't know don't remember anyways um and yeah they were very excited about it and they they ended up filming in north carolina and they ended up getting eight million dollars of tax breaks for filming there so they were really trying to get as much money and save as much money mm-hmm. <laughs> as possible um, and then Gary Ross was announced to direct in November 2010. He became interested in directing it after his agent notified him that a film adaptation was being in development. And having heard about it through his children reading it, he was like, that's cool. I want to do that. So he read the book quickly, called his agent, and told them that he wanted to judge the job. And they were like, great. Mm-hmm. Done. Um, and the screenplay, Suzanne Collins helped write with the help of Gary Ross and also Billy Ray. So it's nice. Cyrus, the... yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. No, I don't know Billy Ray. Right, a guy. Sure. <laughs> Which I I guess sometimes that happens. What they help that the like the the writer of the book helps do the screenplay. Sometimes they just take it over. But I feel like it probably is better when they actually do it. It depends on how they it. negotiate their deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Jillian Flynn helped write Gone Girl. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And Sharp Objects. Yeah, but I would assume it would. Well, it's probably like, make it better. It's like, uh, what we talk about, like Last of Us, right? The guy who made the game helped write it, or he made it. What did he do? He's he was the... helping make the show. Well, and also yeah. you can get a writing credit for like you might not necessarily be there typing out on final draft. Like you might be giving notes or suggestions and like helping yeah. storyboard, like being like the arc has to be like this. Like you, yeah, you yeah. know, you don't know how involved she was in the writing process, but they're giving her the credit because she did, you know, yeah, yeah. write it. The idea. And, like, yeah. But usually, oh, sometimes yeah. it'd be, like, based on the novel, but... Yeah. Which might like, be I'm, enough that, of a but credit. But I'm yeah. she was probably involved in the script, but, yeah. I, but you know... Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't really know. It might have been Billy screen, Ray but... writing everything, and then her and Gary Ross Doing the notes being so like, then... well, you should do this. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. It's not really that much. It's really just that the book was really popular. Lionsgate went, we have no money. Let's get this. And then they did. And then they were like, we're going to put as much into this as we can. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> which will bring us to the vibe check. Oh, the vibe check. Um, which Chelsea forgot about. Too. Nice. <laughs> Just excited that it came. Oh, okay. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Pass. Pass. Yeah, it's a good yeah. movie. I, I thoroughly enjoy this film. Yeah. I don't know what word we want to give it. I it's a hard one, actually. Yeah. I, I tried to think of some, and I was like... It's kind of a movie where you think about, like, know. if this actually happened, it would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, also, like, it's very dark. Like, yeah. the actual concept of the movie. It's mm-hmm. like, the heck? That's really dark. <laughs> yeah, I think it's also just crazy, like, how willing people are to to do it yeah to at least like you know 
to like think that this is fine. Yeah. Also, like everyone watches it. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like everyone's willing to watch it, and the ones that are chosen are pretty willing to just like be a part of it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what word though. Uh... Like, I mean, dystopian's a word, but I don't know <laughs> if it's a good vibe word. You know, <laughs> dystopy. Dystopy. No. <laughs> um, shaky. Shaky. <laughs> Kind of like I have no words in that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I would go with I don't know if inspirings, but it's it's supposed to be like kind of a like a I think it's you know, rebellious maybe. Rebe- uh, yeah. Like the start of the revolution. <laughs> um it's like a, a movie about society. Yeah. Uh, yeah, show me what the Joker did that the Hunger Games did. I yeah, mean. what the heck? <laughs> so rude. Well, it's more about like government though. Yeah. This is really this, this one's a hard one for for words. <laughs> I don't know why. Should we like? I don't know why the first thing that came to mind was hungry, <laughs> which isn't really an adjective. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have no idea. Oh my god! I don't know what the vibe of it is. The vibe. I, I feel like when I think of the vibe of this movie, I think like that it's darker than you would think it is. Okay, I think want to go dark then. I don't know. If dark is there like a synonym for dark <laughs> that's um, a bit better synonym for dark bleak bleak yeah. bleak might yeah let's go with bleak let's go with bleak <laughs> i feel like that yeah that makes sense sure. yeah. Yeah. yeah bleak great right. we got there eventually <laughs> okay which means we'll get into the categories so we'll go through each category in regards to story, characters, visuals, editing, and music, and societal impact, each giving it a score of 10. We will then combine those scores to give us a score of 20 for each round, giving us an even grade out of 100. Afterwards, the film will have a chance to win up to three bonus points in the bonus best round. So we'll start with round one story. <laughs> we'll start with round one story score, scoring based on writing and plot. Okay, well, I think it's um, I think it flows pretty well. I never really feel too bored watching mm-hmm. this movie, which is sometimes a hard thing for me. Um, it's not like the greatest movie in the world. Yeah, maybe like an eight and a half. Is that too much? I started at like an eight, so right. I don't sure. know, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. One thing that's that it says a lot about is how faithful it is to the book. Mm. Which I did not read the book. Is that true? Well, I'm telling <laughs> they you, they talked the a lot one about is. that. It is. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, I think. So. I mean, can't really remember the first book that much, but I'm telling you, the second book, I swear, is exactly the same. Yeah, to the point where I stopped reading it. Because also, it's another thing we talked about this in other episodes. But like, people are like, you got to read the book before the movie, mm-hmm. and I don't believe in that. <laughs> I'm a big book before the movie because that's the thing is like, I won't go back and read the book if I've already if seen the, the movie. Yeah, I'll read the book if I liked the movie. No, I need to read the book first because I like to have it in my head. I hate that. Before I that's see the movie, that's the worst thing is when I imagine it and then they change it, and I'm like, this isn't what I thought it would look like, and I don't like it. Yeah, but I would yeah. rather have that than have the movie in my head and then read a book, and then it, I feel like it makes it really difficult for me to read mm. the book and, like, see it as its own piece of artwork. Oh, and I, I just, prefer, like, books. I don't know. I like to see mm. it as an extension of the world. Yeah. That's like... We me. love the the differing views here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, and you I was know. just like, I just don't read the book. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the things that I had read the book for, I had read the book beforehand. Yeah. And then I just That was like when I read when I when I watched Divergent, I was I was like I hadn't read any of the books, but I liked the movie, so I read all the books. And then when the second movie came out, I was like, This is too different. I wish that I had just watched the movies, then read the books so I can imagine all the places as they are. 
Mm. I don't need to think of new ones, you know? I just don't yeah. like when it's different in my mind. I feel like if I watched something first and then there was books for it, I just would go, yeah, but I know what happens now. And then I wouldn't read it. I don't know. I feel like it only works if I've read it beforehand. <laughs> and then I just don't have the energy to read it if I've seen the movie already or something. I just think people would always be like, well, you have to. And I'm like, I don't see why it matters. Yeah. Like, which one you do first. I don't know. I just think for me, per- like, I if I'm going to read the book, I want to see the book before the movie. But if I don't plan on reading the book, then I'll just watch the movie. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not like, I have to read the book before I see this because it was based on a book. Yeah. Mm. But if I already had interest in the book, I want to mm. read the book first. That makes sense. Some people are very aggressive about it. Yeah. But yeah. Some, <laughs> some book people are just, like, aggressive. And you're like, you're the reason people don't like book readers. Yeah. <laughs> you're the problem here, actually. Yeah. Like, uh, you're, you're such a purist. It's like let people read the way they want to read. Yeah, but yeah, there's a there was a big section about how it is pretty faithful. Um, I think the biggest difference is that in the book, it, they have a lot of first person, um, mm. with Katniss. So there was like, they had to add in a bunch of stuff about like what's happening behind the scenes because in the book it's just her like thinking about this is maybe what ha- what's happening. Yeah, they needed a lot uh, of, like, yeah. so like so like they added in. St- um conversations with like snow and whatever the frick his name is the guy oh the uh, game maker crane yeah his name that guy um Sen- like yeah seneca Sen- seneca, seneca yeah. yeah yeah they added in like all the conversations with uh him and snow they like added because it was just her like in the book it's her just like guessing they're probably i don't know mm-hmm. um and then also anything in the like game room was also added because they just like because it shows more, like, behind-the-scenes stuff of, like, this is actually what's happening in the world instead of her guessing, like, this is maybe what's yeah. happening in the background. So, I think that makes sense as a, a differing thing from the book that they're adding. I feel like all that stuff makes sense for them to do that. There is, like, some people saying that it has similarities to Kinji Fugasaka's Battle, Battle Royale. Royale. Oh, yeah. 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 You know what happened to me? What? I had... <laughs> I don't know, my friend Aiden's probably never ever going to listen to this, but I had a friend named Aiden, and he was like, have you ever seen Battle Royale? And I was like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. And he went, it's like the Hunger Games, but like, is it Korean? Just Japanese. 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 Japanese Hunger Games. And I was like, all right. Isn't it like a lot more R-rated? It's I like gore. So. Yeah. yeah. And so we watched it together. I liked it. But I was like, this is pretty much Hunger Games. It's it. They yeah. just take a bunch of kids, put them in a battle thing and they have to kill each other yeah 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 so that's the thing (laughs) so yeah i remember Um, that wow (laughs) aiden i miss you man (laughs) i mean the biggest thing that whenever i think of this movie is i'm like yeah i mean the entire like idea of it's kind of crazy like the world you know it's like it's kind of reminiscent of uh the lottery yeah you remember that short story the lottery Mm -hmm. we were talking about like a couple weeks ago yeah where, like, they're, like, we're going to pick people to die. Mm-hmm. I think that was for population control. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone just seemed so okay with it happening. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what the lottery is. I think, but, like, with the Hunger Games, how many... This is, what, the 50... 40... Isn't nine? 70... It's the 74th 70, and then the 74th. 75th, right? Okay, so 74th. that's almost yeah. three generations of people. Yeah. That's all they know. That's Because they've never known anything different. Well, I mean, and it's also, yeah. like... The more you go down in districts, the less okay they're obviously going to be with it because the higher your chances of dying. Yeah. Because you, like, when you get to 12, 
they have more things that they have to put their name in for, like, to trade to get food and stuff. Which yeah. means you have a higher chance of getting picked. They're also not trained to be good at it. So all of the winners are usually from one or two. Because mm-hmm. they all have programs where they all get trained, and then they volunteer. Yeah. So first of all, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. Um, very classist. Yeah. And I, I guess you can't really start a revolution that easily, because it'll just kill you. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but it's more so, like... Yeah, the fact that, like, everyone in the capital and in Districts 1 and 2 are, like, yeah, like, it seems yeah. like they've lost so much of their... Yeah, it's al- I mean, it's like it's like they've entirely lost grip with reality, and they're like, this is just our entertainment, yeah. our yearly entertainment. But they do, it's like they want, they're, what they're trying to do is trying to get them to see them as real people. So yeah. that's why you want to get your sponsors, because then they'll, if they like you, they'll want you to live. Yeah. So it's like, this is like that is crazy like yeah imagine if i don't think that could ever happen because i just think... i mean i also think like their because their reasoning for doing it is to why do they put control it? the people they say yeah. it's like because people rioted once and so they're like well in order to to remind them of like of the capital's yeah. power and that the capital is in charge it's yeah. just a display of power and to show how much yeah control mm-hmm. they have yeah. He's just asking for a revolution if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you know? Surprised it took 75 years. <laughs> I feel like um, in real life, they do it a little more subtly through, like, capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where this and this, they're just like... They're like, let's just murder people for fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you look at Iran right now. Oh, yeah. And, like, Russia. Yeah. Like, there also was something... I don't. I didn't write it down, so I didn't feel like looking up... Um, Exactly. <laughs> but there was, like, I think, a um, similarities between this and also, like, a war or something. Or, like, something that happened where a bunch of kids were put to fight or something. I don't remember where it was. But that was also a thing. So. But, yeah. It's just kind of one of those movies where whenever I watch it, I'm like, this is kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's dystopian, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> there was also a little bit of controversy. A little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much there was a lot of uh, a lot of this of this controversy stuff was like people on Twitter being Twitter people. Um, so there was some people saying that uh, posting racist tweets because of Ruth Resch and Cinna being after African-American actors um, and people were like, why? <laughs> because racism. But yeah, also, when I remember when Jennifer Lawrence was cast, people wanted her to be a person uh, like a woman of color. Yeah. Because she's described in the books as, like, olive-skinned with dark hair and dark mm. eyes and stuff. And then they're like, here's the palest girl we could <laughs> yeah, possibly find. To possibly find. <laughs> but most of this was just people on Twitter being crazy. And I think in the books, they also are described as being black, so. Yeah. People yeah. were like, why are you angry about this? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, also, there was some people being like, Jennifer Lawrence isn't as skinny as she should be if she's dying of starvation, um, <laughs> which is another thing of people being crazy. Um, and then also there was just people being kind of talking about the violence of the movie. What because, about it? Well, just that it's kind of, it was like a little bit too violent, I think, to begin with. I guess for ratings, they wanted it to be violent. like pretty... Feel like Tame. it's pretty apt. Anything that happens in the book, you know, happens in the movie. Yeah, they don't, they're not gory. Yeah, no, I think that they said the uh, to get it to the rating that it is, which I think is PG thirteen. 
Yeah, I think I think they had to get rid of a couple shots where they had to remove blood splashes and stuff. Mm -hmm. I guess to make it slightly less gory, but not that gory. It's It's just, I mean, it's generally violent. Yeah. But they don't show a lot, like, directly. I mean, not a lot happens in this movie where I'm like, Yeah. (laughs) It's like me watching, like, The Last Duel. Ugh. (laughs) I don't like that kind of stuff. Chelsea had to look away. I don't like it. I don't like (laughs) it when they, like, shove a sword in somebody and they start bleeding. It's gross. (laughs) Anyways. But Hunger Games. It yeah. is kind of interesting. I mean, it is, like, it. I mean, I think also it feels more violent because just the concept itself is kind of, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if it, it isn't showing any more violence than other stuff, it just, like, feels a bit worse. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's kind of weird. <laughs> but, I mean, it does never feel but like it's... It doesn't feel like, like, oh, this is way too crazy for what the rating is or whatever. Yeah. But I guess they had to take out, like, the odd blood splatter thing mm-hmm. to get that rating, but... Yeah. This is also a classic example of a love triangle, or as we like to talk about the love V. This I, one isn't as much, though. I hate love triangles. I know you do. <laughs> this one is, like, a lot not, because yeah, he's not there for most of it. I know, I've barely... For like most I, like, of forget it. he's in... He's, he like, a character. He becomes more of a thing in the other films. Yeah. yeah. I feel like even in, like, in, in the last yeah. two movies slash last book mm-hmm. i feel like he's in it a lot more so i remember him and also like i don't think pete is in half of the of the or like the third movie i don't think he's barely in it so you kind of forget about pete at that point but i never i don't know i things, definitely forget about him existing in the first movie <laughs> i never really know how katniss feels about pete yeah i always just feel like i'm like i don't think he really care about him like i'm sure you care about him mm-hmm. i just don't think you love him yeah. I don't know when that happens. Apparently, they do fall in love. I think it's like I don't know. She's faking it for the first little bit, just you know. I guess it's like, part like, part way through the second book slash second movie. I feel like that's probably where it happens, and then he like leaves or gets captured, and then I think it's like, oh, I do love him. I, I also don't know. think this movie does a good job of like, like. Peta plays up that he's into her, but you're also like, how much of that is real? Like, I think yeah. some of it is, but I do think it's also like exaggerated. Yeah, because they really. Game. Yeah, I mean, because f- y- you really see that he is more just willing to like play their game. Play their game, yeah. Kind of like Peta. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk more about it in character. But... Yeah. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. just an example. Of but I, I hate love triangles. <laughs> I think the worst is like. Twilight's one of them that's pretty bad, just because Jacob's a punk-ass bitch. Oh, yes, of course. Um, here, it doesn't really matter. Mostly also because I don't ship any of them. I don't think I care about any of these ships. I think I actually care more about just, like, the story in general. Yeah. Which is, you know, not as classic for me. It's not really a romance-focused that's story. That's true. Yeah. It's, I mean, especially because also a lot of the romance in this is used as, like, a political, like, tool. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's in there, but it's mostly, it's not for actually the romance. It's for, like, a plot device. So, I don't really mind the love triangle here, but I don't even really think it's much Yeah, of I kind of forget that, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's there. But subtly, kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you have any questions about the world? Um, or the what happened? I don't know. <laughs> what At what district do you think they start to be like, this is garbage? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe three. 
right? Because it's only one and two that do the like the training ca- thing, right? Is the capital different than one and two? Mm-hmm. Is there no one from the capital goes into the games? Oh, so there's technically thirteen dis- districts. Yeah. Used to be fourteen then. I think so. Where are they? It's supposed to be the U.S. It's North America. Yeah, it's oh. supposed to be like North America, and then I think it's supposed. I think I read it was supposed to be like the water rose or whatever, and then it became kind of like yeah, like there's more actually separate. locations assigned to. Like, I think you where can look at a map. Is. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Let me look it up. And then, um, like, because it is, it's based on like regional map. agriculture and resources. Yeah. What's the worst district? Like in terms of like we don't, they don't even care. In terms of the book. Not necessarily nine class, like, but like, have we ever even heard of four? Probably, yeah, probably like <laughs> force fishing. Nobody cares about fishing. <laughs> Four's a big one. Aren't Finnick and Annie? One of them are from four. Oh, are they from? Are they four? from two? I don't know. I think Ant. I, I feel like eight. Who knows oh, about eight? Yeah. They're textiles. Who knows about eight? Maybe like five. No, five. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, what are they? What's 12? So there's... Coal? So no. one is luxury, coal. two is masonry stone mining. What's luxury? I don't know. Like diamonds, gold. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oak to your clothing. Three is technology. Uh, four is... Fishing. Far, and uh, fishing. And it's where Finnick and Annie Yeah. From. Five is power. Six is transportation. Seven is lumber. Uh, eight is textiles. Nine is... Where the heck are you? Grain. Ten is livestock. Eleven is agriculture. agriculture. Twelve is coal. Thirteen is graphics and nuclear. Or used graphite. to be. Oh, graphite. Sorry. Graphics. Graphics. <laughs> graphite. They have all the pencils there. But, yeah. No, they're making it's all the true. CGI stuff that goes <laughs> yeah. up in the arena. Yeah. They're going to be affecting that. Exactly. They're working overtime. Yeah, they really are. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Um, so. a, a question I have is, what the heck is the arena? Is it just a? Do we? Do you remember this? We had this question. Is it? Is it just a big plot of land? Is well, it that's in what a I dome? Was, that's what I. I was actually wondering that too, because like in the second movie, they make it a point to be like, this is all just in a dome, like a like a set, pretty much. Yeah. But the second, or sorry, the first one, I almost feel like it's just a forest that they've modified. Maybe well, unless they it can also. They can change everything. Yeah, because they, well, they can also make like dogs appear from like. That's the what ground. I mean. Like, yeah, they can. And they or they can like throw trees fire. at them. Yeah, I think we should talk about how unfair the games are. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Is well, it? That's the point. I mean, no, yeah. I know, but, but yeah, but yeah, it's like. But I don't understand how people don't watch the games and go, "Well, yeah, they threw that's dogs not at fair. them." Yeah, you know, what but they it? don't. I mean, you, I, I don't think this people watching at home realize how much is being controlled yeah, by the capital. I guess so, yeah. I think everybody watches them. Yeah. No. I don't Just know. Just like the Olympics. Not everyone watches the Olympics. I think most people would, but some people might think it's horrifying. Yeah, but... I, I guess so, watch. but also, like, if they... Like, if your kid was in it, do you think you'd watch? No. Probably not. <laughs> Right? You'd just wait for someone to tell you what happened if they died. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't want to watch that. Yeah. So family members probably wouldn't watch. People that have had family members die in it. Like, in all those years. Yeah. 
And then um, the classic question, how long would you survive? Mm, that is a classic question. Dead I feel like probably a couple days. I'm not going to cornucopia. No. no I'm dead. I, I feel like I'd probably... Fast. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably... Probably like a couple days. Maybe. I don't think I could climb a tree. No. I just don't think I can. I no, like I climbing trees. Tree. When's the last time you climb. climbed a tree? Like, I mean, I haven't in a while, but like <laughs> if it's a good branchy tree, you can climb a tree. Yeah. I used to climb trees. Yeah, we had same. like we had two trees in our house. I used front, to be a big climber. I used to climb everything when I was a kid. Wait, my parents wanted to take me on a cruise, but my dad was like, "No, because she's gonna climb over the edge of the ship." Because <laughs> I would climb everything. She's gonna literally die. And then I grew up, and uh, now it's too hard to climb things. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I feel like probably at least a day or two, maybe like a couple days, like maybe like three. Four, if I'm really lucky. Just because I feel like I probably I'd would probably just hide. run and hide. Yeah. So I probably would last a little bit until I either run out of water and die from that or someone just happens to find me. You were like, I don't think that the bow would be a good weapon. But I think I, the bow alone isn't a good weapon. I, I think you need hand, that and something else. I think that it's nice because you, it's not a close range weapon. Yeah. So you can get them from far away. I mean, here's the thing. I love whenever I play a game and there's a bow as the option. I, know you do. I love the bow. <laughs> we this is for multiple games. This is for like any game. Though. I know, but we were playing Last of Us and we were like, oh, the bow. And I'm like, I hate the freaking bow. Yeah, it's but that's because so, you didn't upgrade it. so hard to hit people, <laughs> but it is like a stealth kill. Yeah. You didn't understand that it's a great weapon. Have you, have you ever done archery? Uh, I've done it uh, once or twice, like at like a camp or whatever. It's I used fun. to do it at camp. Yeah. It's can get hard. Yeah, I so, used to. I'm not good at it. My wrist with the string. Well, also, I just sometimes it's so tight and it's so hard to pull back. Yeah. yeah. I, last time I did archery was at my brother's wedding. Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyways, I, I always play with a bow if it's any game where you have a bow as an option, just because I usually like stealth stuff. But anyways, I just think in this scenario, I think a bow is a good option, but I think you need a backup. Because then if someone does get close, you don't have anything. Yeah. I like, you have like to see them first, or else it's not knife. really useful. I feel like that and a knife. Or maybe a like a, a machete. I just think you need a backup weapon. Because I think bows are really only useful if you're sneaking. They're only long range. Yeah. You need, yeah, you need a short range. Yeah. yeah. I think if she's only relying on the bow, like, it's probably not the greatest idea. You need something else, but... I guess you just grab an arrow and you're like... <laughs> stabby stab. <laughs> yeah. But then you have to get close enough, and I feel like at that point you're dead. So, anyways. I don't know. What? How long do you think you'd last? I'd probably immediately run away. Yeah, yeah same. And then probably just try to hide. Mm-hmm. And thing is, I think I'd be more afraid that I would die of thirst or hunger. Yeah. Although someone would probably find me before that. Mm-hmm. You could uh, try to do the alliance thing. I don't think I'd trust people. Because then, like, I mean, she talks about this, but it's like eventually they're going to turn on you. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But for a little amount of time, they could help you. Being said, I don't think I would be chosen for an alliance. I don't know. I, I, I guess you would probably try to train a little bit beforehand. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think... I think I would try to be smart. I think alliance is only... I feel like joining an alliance only works if you know you're good enough to fight them off or at least be alone afterwards Here's, if you can just leave. You I think know? you've got to use... I feel like that doesn't work. I think you got to use your strengths. Yeah. I know that I'm not very strong. Yeah. And I know that I'm not very fast. Yeah. But... Sometimes this brain up here can can work a little bit overtime. 
Mm-hmm. So, I would probably try to set traps. Mm, yeah. Try to see how good I could get at that before. Yeah, I might just train in, like, traps and um, stuff. And then probably, like, camouflage. Mm-hmm. And, and then also just, like, basic survival skills in the woods. Yeah. Um, starting a fire would be nice to learn first. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I know technically how to do it, but I don't think I've had the practice. Yeah. So. What do you think's the worst type of arena? Because, like, oh. in the movies, they just show the water. woods and the, water. the and the water. Or, like, the... I think the woods would be nice. The woods is probably the easiest. Desert? Desert? Yeah, I'd be dead, dead immediately. Oh, nowhere to hide. Thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> if it was a desert, I'm dead immediately. Then I would just kill. I would just throw the cornucopia. I was just the begging sponsors for sunscreen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want an umbrella. I want an umbrella. No, if... if, if I, if I was in the Hunger Games and it was a desert, I would run to the cornucopia just solely so I could die immediately. If it's anywhere else, I feel like maybe a couple days. <laughs> the thing is, I don't know what really they are, because in the first one, it's... There's a list of them. It's forest. In the second one, it's water, but it's also forest. Well, it's like <laughs> tropics. Hunger sure. Games, uh, other uh, game locations. Roman amphitheater. Oh, they have like every single oh, one. Oh, Roman amphitheater? Roman amphitheater, pyramid cave jail. Wait, come back. Roman amphitheater. <laughs> like a coliseum? Yeah. Oh, there's like a... T- they have literally that's every single an arena. one. Oh, have- so like, that's over in a week- in like two days. That's yeah. so small, too. Like- they have every single one listed. I'm not going to read them all. But uh, City Ruins, Misty Valley, Drained Lake, Desert, Frozen Tundra. Frozen Tundra would also be miserable. That would, be, that would suck. Uh, canyon, Jungle, Archipelago. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Abandoned Subway Station, Asylum, Cornfield, Apocalypse. I don't know what that means. Bamboo <laughs> Forest. Fire. Old West. Oh, No. Hamish one uh, on the Poison Paradise one. Amusement Park, that would be fun. <laughs> you go to the games and you're like, Amusement Park! <laughs> that would be... Uh, Someone's getting killed in a house of mirrors. Yeah. Sure. The Four Seasons. <laughs> the Hotel. <laughs> what do you mean? A coal mine Japanese I want to go to that one. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the luxury hotel from the hotel. Shining. Yeah, luxury hotel. You go to the games and you're like, I'm just gonna sleep. I mean, in I bed. suppose anything can be junkyard, toy factory. Yeah, there's a, a toy bunch. factory. <clears throat> I feel like they Anyways, went boring in this movie. Yeah, they chose like they were like, we don't want to have to make a maze. We don't have want to have to make a luxury hotel, a toy factory. I mean. Four Seasons Hotel. <laughs> it makes the most sense for the action that has to go on. Like yeah. For Peta with the berries and the yeah. burying himself by the river. I yeah. just feel like if I was watching every Sewer, year and they weird. had like a subway, um, they're all eating sandwiches. Casino. And uh, like, a, like a luxury hotel, I'd be like, oh, now we have to watch a forest? That's kind of boring. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, I guess, do you want to talk about themes? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, it's a lot of, like, government, like, political stuff. <laughs> yeah, what are we supposed to take from this movie? I don't know if you're really... I mean, because it's also the beginning of a series. So mm-hmm. I don't really know if you're supposed to really take that much. <laughs> well, I guess it's supposed to be, like, a, a metaphor for our own society. Or, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think it is to some extent. 
Or is it like different government systems like fascism? I don't know. Yeah. Or is it like supposed to reflect America now? I don't know. I mean, it maybe is supposed to reflect what things could become at That's the worst. Right. Yeah. Like if we continue along this route, yeah. this is what could happen kind of thing. I think it's also supposed to, like, her, just Susan Collins has talked about it, like, there's no, like, hope in the hunger, like, there is, like, mm-hmm. she, obviously she's the, the idol of the revolution or whatever, Yeah. but they're like, this is how bleak and violent and horrible they will treat you as a people. They don't care about you. Like, they kill Rue, and they, like, they murder Fiddick and Ant. Like, you know? They, yeah. Like, they go out of their way to make sure that the audience knows how horrific the government sees its people. Like, yeah. Like, will treat its people. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, kind of the messaging is it's, like, they don't care about you. Yeah. And there's not much you can do about it <laughs> other than play their games. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a fun so, message. I know. What a happy podcast. <laughs> That's why I was so confused when she was like, you know, my next project, a book about President Snow. <laughs> yes. What's the new movie? Because they're making another movie. It's that mo- book. It's that book. Yeah. Because it's oh, like a prequel, right? It's a prequel. It's, yeah, President Snow. And oh, when I he was a kid, how, right? And I think how he becomes basically evil, like what yeah. radicalizes him. He Is it? A dictator. Isn't he like? Isn't Rachel Zegler in there? Yeah, she's yeah. like the love she's, interest. Yeah, t- is it gonna be like a like a Anakin Skywalker kind of thing? <laughs> Might be. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't read the book because I was just like, I don't want to read anything about presidents. Now I know yeah. he's terrible. I don't care how he got to be that way. Yeah, I guess we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> watch the movie. I don't think I'll watch it in theaters. No, no. It feels like an at home. But we'll watch it eventually. Well, I can watch anything in theaters. Yeah, now. you're like I have free movie <laughs> tickets now. Anyways. <laughs> But yeah, um, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I feel like we can go into character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you want to give it? Been kind of a long time. <laughs> um, I feel like I'll stick with my eight point five. I'll stick with my eight. I okay. Sure. Okay, so we'll move into round two. So character count scoring based on character development and relationships. I'll go back and forth between. Whether or not I really actually even like Katniss or not. Yeah. Because she's fine. She's a little bit, um... I don't know. Cold. Yeah. Yeah. In a way that's like... It's like Bella in Twilight's kind of like that, but she's also kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> in some ways. So, you know, it's a little bit different. Um, maybe like an 8. I gave it an 8 as well. For the casting, uh, Ross... Uh, the director, um, whatever his first name is, I do not remember. <laughs> what is his first name? Let's see. Uh, Gary Ross. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, I know who I want to cast. And they were like, you still have to do casting. Or <laughs> hold auditions. And he was like, fine. <laughs> but apparently he was like, this is very easy. The decisions are very easy. I, I already know who I want. Um, so yeah. So uh, we'll start with Katniss. Mm-hmm. Played by Cat. Uh, played by Katniss. Played by Katniss. No, played by Jennifer Lawrence. Obviously, there was. was no Jennifer Lawrence in before this? Lovely Bones. Yeah, she was apparently filming X Men First Class when she landed the role. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So, but I think Lovely Bones was kind of what got her on the radar yeah. of Hollywood. Yeah. Um. That was like quite a dramatic like 
I don't know if you've seen it. I have it, but I, I know what it is. Um, there was apparently like 30 actresses or something that auditioned for it. Uh, some of them including Haley Seinfeld. Haley Steinfeld? Yep. Uh, How old is she now? Emma Roberts, Saoirse Ronan, Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, Saoirse Ronan uh, could be good. Shailene Woodley before, before Divergent. Divergent. Uh, yeah, and a I bunch mean, of other people. Haley was probably like age accurate. Yeah, that's that was mm. the thing right, is that she was 16. Yeah, and she was 20 at the time. Jennifer Lawrence, I think. Yeah, and so. Haley would have been because she's 25 now, so 15. She would have been 15, 16. Yeah. I, I think they apparently were, because some people were like, oh, but she's too old. And I think they were like, no, but we kind of want her to, like, play, like, they were like, Played we're fine that older. she's playing older because she is supposed to be, like, this figure. Kind of mature. Kind of later, yeah. be a lot mature, more mature than everyone else. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's fine. <laughs> and apparently she was a fan of the books. Um, and she was originally um, intimidated by the size of the production, so it actually took her three days to accept the role after they, <laughs> she got offered it. She was like, I don't know if I want that. She was like, I really like the books, but I don't know if I can do this. And I mean, she, she did like, X-Men? So. She was already doing X-Men. That's I guess huge. she was. I guess, but, but I guess if she was a fan of the books, I don't know. Maybe she was like, Maybe. I don't want to mess this up. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of scary, I feel like. Yeah. If you were to be in something that is... You think it's going to be really big? Yeah. Be like, oh. I guess that's just to me. That's yeah. not being afraid of the size of the production. That's yeah. being afraid of messing up the source material. Yeah. She apparently underwent uh, extensive training to get in shape for the role, including archery, rock climbing, tree climbing, combat running, parkour, and yoga. Um, and on the last day of her six-week tra- week training for, um, phase, she had an accident in which she hit a wall while running at full speed, but she was not <laughs> seriously injured. Um, and then also they hired an Olympic bronze medalist, uh, a bronze medal winning archer to teach her how to shoot. Mm. So they were like, we will get you ready to fight in the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, she also got praised for like her acting in it. She won like a sad, sad award and like everyone, a lot, a lot of reviews of this movie are being like, she's really good. And she like embodies the character, all that kind of stuff. I mean, so. she won an Oscar when she did Silver Linings Playbook. Well, she was still filming these movies, right? I think yeah. so. I think she was... I think... I feel like I remember an interview of them being like, she was... She went to set the day after winning the Oscar and she brought the Oscar or something. I don't know. I think they were filming the third movie. I just remember her doing Maybe. a press interview with uh, Josh Hutcherson and they were playing a game and she was like winning the game. She goes, oh, this is so fun. I never get to win things. And he goes, uh, how about an Oscar? <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. She oh, was oh, it's I was saying Lovely Bones. It was Winter Bones. I was gonna oh, say, like, isn't Lovely Bones with Saoirse Ronan? Yeah, but she mm. was nominated for an Oscar for Winter's Bone before mm. before Silver. Like she was a pretty prolific, yeah. like up and coming actress at the time. Yeah, she mm-hmm. people liked her acting. I did not like her acting in Silver Linings Playbook, but I think she's just scream acting. Yeah, <laughs> she's I'm... doing the Adam Driver. Yeah. yeah. That movie was just fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. She she is, like, very, yeah, like, cold in this movie. I mean, I think it makes sense. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's good. She's I very just... cynical, which makes sense for, yeah. where, like, where she's living. It's just kind of different, like, when you when you think of, of this kind of character, like, like compared to, like, Divergent or something. Yeah. She's a lot more, like, I don't know, w- ready for the fight, almost, in Divergent. And I feel like... I mean, Divergent is more, like, that character is more, um, innocent. Yeah. And 
brave but like doesn't feel like she belongs whereas like this is more like she's just angry about the situation she doesn't want to have to do this but she will yeah i mean even just later though it's like she very much does not want to be a part of it yeah she's like i want like i want everything to be better but like i don't want to be the face of it yeah (laughs) you know so it's just kind of an interesting character like she she's willing to do whatever to save people but like Mm -hmm. that's about it (laughs) she doesn't really want to do much past that which is kind of interesting I think everything that she does on like that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, it makes sense that she's not very like willing to do things. It makes sense that she's not really wanting she to. She doesn't not with really people. super willing at least on the first one to like yeah, play the game. Yeah. Whereas she's like very angry about it all. Yeah. Um and then at, at some point she's like, Okay, well I'll just kind of become the sweetheart that they want me to be. Yeah. Um like at some point she's like well, once once they, like, announce, like, oh, two people can win or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like then it's like, oh, well, then I can just play that part. <laughs> yeah. Because I have to now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even before that, like, when she goes on stage uh, yeah. in the dress and, you know, she's kind of getting there, which I feel like PETA doesn't really like, even though PETA's super willing to play the game. Yeah. Peter's like, whatever will keep me alive. Even though he's like, I have no chance of winning. Yeah, that's, (laughs) I mean, we'll get to him later. But yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm not going to win. So I'm just going to, I guess, have fun, kind of. (laughs) Do as much as I can. Yeah. Still train a bit, but like, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't know. Everything she does, I'm like, that makes sense. But sometimes she is a little bit too. Too cold. Yeah, sometimes I'm like. You're like, I don't like you. Yeah, sometimes. And then I'm like, okay, never mind, you're fine again. But sometimes I'm just kind of like, I don't know, I feel like you're being too bitchy sometimes. <laughs> or not bitchy, but like, I mean, just a bit too, like, angry. I think if I were in her situation, yeah. I'd be I mean, I would too. Angry. I mean, I would too, but like, I don't know. To don't watch it, sometimes I'm like... I don't think she's ever unlikable. No. Not even unlikable. Just sometimes I'm like, I don't I know like if I agree with like you doing that. that. <laughs> I like it when she like shoots the arrow at the apple. I think that's kind of yeah. Cool. I think I kinda she like has good when, spunk. I kind of yeah. like it when she's a little bit sassy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that's if she does best. it that much. Yeah. So I don't know. There's just something that I'm like every once in a while. I'm like, mm. and then I'm like, never mind. You're but right. she's fine. But yeah. like, it's not like I love, love, love this character. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. I feel that. Do you want to move on to Peter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Played by Josh Hutcherson. <laughs> yes. Can't speak. I feel bad from this whole movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, there's a whole thing also with him and Katniss where, like, she was hungry one time and he didn't give her bread. They all, they keep going back to that. The reason why she doesn't really like him mm-hmm. is because he wasn't compassionate, I guess. Yeah. Back whenever. Um, yeah, but he is quite nice mm-hmm. in every other, like he's he's quite likable. I think. Yeah, <laughs> you know? he's probably my favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a sweet boy. <laughs> what a sweet boy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's kind of interesting because he is like more. Yeah, he's like more willing to play the game. Yeah, well, he's also like, yeah. oh, do you have any advice for us for how to survive? Whereas Katniss is kind of like, who even really cares? Yeah, he like of- immediately is like, well, this is my life now. Yeah. We gotta learn. And he's like, what can I do? How can I win? And she's like, what? There's no point. Yeah. Until she, like, kind of also tries a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He gets kind of wrecked in this movie. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. as he should. Also, he, like, go like, he does team, team up with them. 
Yeah. That's something else where I'm like, I don't know why. I think it's, I don't think he ever plans on killing Katniss. No. I don't know. I feel like it's more just for show. I think it's him playing the game to the best of his ability. Like, yeah. You yeah. know, he's like, I am a baker. What yeah. can I do here? I'm going to form an alliance. Yeah. I mean, if he really wanted to kill Katniss, he would have killed her when he ran up to her yeah, and he was like, run, run. Her. No, yeah. He, but he was using them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he was purposely leading them away from her. Yeah. Remember? Uh, but then the fire forced her towards them. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, I'll show you where she is. I know where she'll go. I know her so well. And then he wasn't taking them to her. I don't know why no. they trusted him. They're idiots. <laughs> they're <Sure>. egos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's that whole thing where they think they're so smart that no one can best them. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the most punk ass bitch in this movie? Probably the guy. Whatever Kato. his name is. Kato. Kato? Yeah. yeah. I hate Probably. the girl with the knives. Oh yeah, she's oh annoying. yeah, she's a punk. Isn't name like Foxface? Is that no, real? No, that was so- that's someone else. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. Um, I didn't. What's her name Clover. Clover. Yeah, mm. yeah. She's a punk. Glimmer's bitch. annoying, but she's just annoying. Yeah. Oh, and freaking what's his name? The guy who killed Rue. Oh, I don't remember. He's from Two, I think. Yeah, but he's also a punk ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you think they named him Peta and then because... made him a bread maker? Or do you think they were like, he's going to make bread? Peta. <laughs> I have no idea. I think they probably didn't even consider that. I mean, Katniss is also kind of... Well, they're all weird names. Yeah, yeah. except Rash. for... I mean, Gail isn't that weird of a name. Yeah. Rue was like a normal name, but yeah. like... Is it? Rue? Rue? Rue's not that name. weird of a name. I, like I don't know if I've ever met anyone named Rue, but I, I feel I've like... I've never that's... heard of anyone in real life named Rue. Maybe after the Hunger Games came out. No. Because Rue is a word, and it's not a nice word. Well, it means, like, revenge, Yeah. Right? So, like, I don't think people are naming their babies revenge. I don't know. People name their babies. You're going to rue the day this happens? I don't think people are like, that's the name for my baby girl. I swear I've heard this name before. I feel like Ruth? I've... No, Ruth is a different name. Anyways. But, yeah, they Maybe are... Maybe Rue is a nickname. Yeah, like Kangaroo. No. What? No, I mean like like Ruth like and then, the Pooh. No, I mean like Ruth, and then they could like your nickname is Rue. I don't know. Yeah, sure. I feel like I've heard it as a name. I, I feel know. like that's less weird though than Peta and Katniss. <laughs> yeah, Gail's kind of normal. What's Primrose? That's a weird name. Yeah, Primrose is less weird because it's a flower. <clears throat> right. Effie? So I'm like, I could see people people are named Primrose. Effie. Hamish. They're all kind of Finna, weird. Seneca. Yeah. Caesar. Caesar's yeah. a name. Caesar's kind Caesar's of like yeah. a last name, isn't it? Yeah. Caesar's a sauce. Caesar's a drink. <laughs> Caesar's a sauce. Caesar's a palace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this is like Star Wars names. Yeah. Yeah, but then you get then like Luke. Luke. <laughs> ben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wait, what are they? And no one ever just calls her Cat, right? It's no, always it's always Katniss. Yeah. Or Catnip. Yeah. Oh yeah, catnip's the nickname. Mm-hmm. Peta never gets a nickname. It's just Peta. Pete. No, no one ever calls him Pete. Pete. It's just Peta. Gail's just Gail. Yeah. What's the worst <laughs> name? Glimmer. Who names her child Glimmer? Well, that from it's, District One, right? Where it's all about like sparkles and diamonds. It's probably. Is yeah. Foxface a real person? Yeah. Also, like in the second movie, Joanna. That's a normal name. Yeah. yeah. There's just a lot of weird names. Yeah. You know, more weird than normal. I just wonder when they do these kind of things and they make these names. I'm like, are these really old names? Or did you completely make them up? A little bit of a key smash. Yeah. <laughs> I think of that about Star Wars names, too. I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah that sounds like a Star Wars name, but did you did you just Did you just it? know that? Star Wars is so established as the universe, there might be some like naming like conventions that they use to make up names. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. That's wild if that's true. When they get to universes. Big like if that. true. <laughs> but anyways, Peter, yeah, he's a, a nice sweet boy. Yeah. He's a nice sweet boy who's just yeah. trying to stay alive mm-hmm. and is like, I will do whatever. Yeah. I know I'm going to die, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he still does try. No, he still tries. He but never... I think he tries, but knowing, but thinking like, I'm probably not going to survive. But he does kind of seem optimistic. <clears throat> yeah. For most of the time. So. Yeah. Do you have anyone else listed? Who else do you I have? mean, <laughs> I wrote down people, but there's not that much to say. I mean, Gail exists at the beginning and then i forget he exists i think he's just there for the establishment yeah he's her friend yeah um and for there to be like oh here's the beginning of a love triangle mm-hmm. she's with him no she's not now well, i don't know <laughs> and for them to cut back to him looking sad when they kiss that's kind of funny <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they kiss and then it cuts back to him and you're like i forgot he existed that's funny <laughs> yeah what's the deal with mom I don't know. Why is she so... <clears throat> she well, lost her husband, and I don't think she ever recovered from that. Yeah. Uh, so Katniss is mad, because it's like, yeah, you're not taking care, care of, of her. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you, like, just completely broke, like, just broke, broke down. down mm-hmm. after, and haven't been the same after he died or whatever. I mean, Hamish is a person. Oh, Hamish. Um, I mean, he's kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, he's just a drunk now, but... But, I mean, you kind of see a little bit, like, when, when she gets hurt or whatever, and then you see that he's like, ah. Oh, well, he oh, also is the one who's helping her get sponsored. Yeah. So you can see that he obviously does like her. Yeah. Um, because he, you know, can relate to that. Yeah. There's Effie. I mean, again, she doesn't do that much in this movie. She's just kind of there helping them. And she gets, like, assigned to 12. Yeah. I don't understand that either. Well, she's from the capital. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think each, like each district gets someone assigned to them to be the one who like picks the names and then takes them around and like ushers yeah. them everywhere. So she's just theirs, I guess. Because mm-hmm. I don't really know past that. I'm I'm guessing she lives in the capital for like the rest of the time, unless yeah. she's there for like. She's kind of an interesting character because she's obviously like, I guess has a lot of privilege, and so, you know says things and you're like oh i see yeah but you kind of like her because she is at least somewhat sweet yeah <laughs> you know like, when you can tell like <laughs> before they go or whatever she's like well yeah and she like serves she that. feels like, bad she's, like the person from the capital that starts to have sympathy for these people yeah mm-hmm. so that's kind of nice is there anyone else you want to talk about I mean, there's I mean, you can talk about president snow but we don't really know much about him maybe after yeah. that next movie yeah I mean, yeah, there's President Snow, but he's not that, like, he's in this movie, but it's not as much because he's, I don't know, they're establishing him kind of as the mm-hmm. villain, but I feel like he doesn't do that much in this movie. I mean, it's, like, also him and Seneca Crane, mm-hmm. where they have to kind of, I don't know, I think Seneca kind of gets to a point where he's like, well, we'll let them both live, because that's what people want, and President Snow's like, how dare you? Yeah, you've created the point yeah um a fun fact about um wes benley who played seneca crane um mm -hmm. he apparently would go out to like target or like random stores after filming because they just made his beard out of like his already existing facial hair so they it would just be there and so he'd just go to target afterwards with like a weird beard and everybody'd be like what but he was like it's kind of (laughs) fun i just would go out after 
That'd be get the some kind baby of... formula from Target. Be like, hello. Because you have a baby. I guess he had a baby. <laughs> <clears throat> but wow. I was like, that's kind of funny. That's the kind of beard you'd <laughs> see someone have and you'd be like... Yeah, you'd be like, what a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funny. I feel like you see some of that beard and they're either the worst person you'll ever meet. Yeah. Or they're like insanely kind and like just. Yeah. Like, you know, like there's like. There, no, no middle ground. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I feel that. But yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Caesar mm-hmm. Flickerman. He's. He, they, they apparently added more for him because they kind of replaced him as the first person point of view. Instead of, Mm. because in the book it's her explaining things, so in in this it's kind of him being like, ah, well, here's these weird bee things, you know, and then they have kind of almost voiceover, but it's him, like, explaining to people. I don't think I knew that it was Stanley Tucci until, like, two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because then I was like, oh, the guy from Devil Wears Prada. And then you were like, Stanley Tucci, he's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, I feel like you don't look the same. (laughs) Probably the point. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know. Um, that might be it. Yeah, maybe I'll go down to an eight then. Sure. They're good. I thought you gave an eight. You oh. gave an eight. You gave an eight. I uh, also gave an eight. Maybe I'll say it the eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think two eights is good. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we'll move on to round three visual volumes, scoring based on visual elements such as cinematography, production design, and costuming. Exciting. We can talk about the shaky cam. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like uh, it's all pretty good. Mm-hmm. Nothing looks bad in the movie. Mm-hmm. Nothing looks like fake. I feel like, yeah, you know, sometimes movies like, especially at this time, might might have a little bit of like VFX problems. But I feel like it's all pretty. Actually, wait, are those dogs in this movie? Yeah, those are kind of bad. They're pretty bad. Yeah, I feel like that's the I only thing it in this all movie. Back. <laughs> that might be like the only thing in this movie, though. Yeah, everything else dogs. looks pretty good. So um, yeah. we'll start at like an eight. <laughs> yeah, I I also gave it an eight um so yeah i mean we'll start with visuals so um i mean the biggest thing is that there's the shaky cam people um, talk about that and i don't really think it's that bad but there's some people are like this movie gives me a headache yeah i don't really mind it either yeah but yeah that was a well there there's a lot of people that really liked it and there's a lot of people that really did not like it mm-hmm. so it's very controversial not controversial but it's very polarizing i guess mm-hmm. um I mean, they, they did it because, I mean, for the obvious reason of, like, she's, it's a frantic time. She's running through the games trying to survive. Like, the obvious kind of reason of why mm-hmm. you would do that. But, I mean, it is, I think I think sometimes it's just that it's a little bit too shaky. It might be just that it goes a bit too far sometimes. Because mm. sometimes I feel like I watch it and I'm like, this is fine. And then everyone's going to be like, whoa, just like really shaky. And you're like, I can't see anything. <laughs> but, like, for the most part, I feel like it's fine. Mm-hmm. But I can see why some people might not like it. Yeah. But, I don't know. I feel like I'm always like, yeah, it's good. There's also, like, the weird part uh, where she gets, she starts hallucinating from oh, the yeah. tracker jacket. That, yeah. yeah. Um, that's also a weird thing. They have the weird, like, I don't even know what it's called, but, like, the, the weird, like, yeah, glitchy the... almost oh, vision thing. That, <laughs> that thing. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of weird. That's another weird part. I just want to say also, you mentioned Tracker Jacker. I feel like for a little bit of time, I was like, is a Mockingjay a real bird? <laughs> and I was like, no, no. Mocking- what did you land on? Well, I was like, oh, that's a mixing of other birds. <laughs> right? Mocking. Wait, are they? No, they're not real. No, stop. <laughs> Wait, 
<laughs> is a mockingjay a real bird? No, I they're think not. It, I think it's another name for mockingbird. No. I think that's what they're supposed to be because they like, no. they like echo them. Here. A mockingbird is a mockingbird, and a mockingjay is a mockingjay and a blue jay. Are they? Is this a real bird? No. Mockingjay no, bird. There. So Mocking what are you talking Jay- about? Why Wait. are you trying to gaslight me? <laughs> mockingjay is a species of bird that was created through the accents of until. Wait. But I think it's like just a mockingbird. You know what I mean? Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Is I was sitting there and I was like, <laughs> "Is that a real thing?" And then I go, "No, that's got to be a fake bird." And then I, for a little bit, I was like, "Maybe I'm going crazy." <laughs> They're supposed to be uh, an accidental mating of jabberjays and mockingbirds in the books. Like yeah, they're supposed to that be. Sounds a like a, but it them. sounds like a real bird. Yeah. I mean, it does sound like so a real bird. So there you go. Why are you guys acting like I'm crazy? That's <laughs> really funny. It's like the dinosaurs. Yeah. They're real. The dinosaurs are real. It's not the same. No. <laughs> uh, anyways, it was shot on film as oh, opposed to digital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently due in part to the tightness of the schedule. They didn't want to run the risk of technical di- um, issues that often come with shooting digitally because they couldn't afford any delays. I feel like... When was this movie made? 2012? 2012. See, the big shift didn't come to 2013, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But the, but he said specifically that they chose to do Yeah. Film, so it was an option. I mean, obviously it was an option. But, like, they thought about it. Then they were like, no, film is more reliable, I guess. So like, we don't know how to do digital. <laughs> we don't know or, how to do it. Is there a lot of VFX or do they do anything I don't, practically? I, I don't think there's that much because they did just shoot in a forest. Mm. Um, a fire, obviously. Well, I mean, I, yeah, but I asked a lot. Okay. But I feel like a, like a I mean, yes, I guess like. Compared well, to like now, think yeah. of how many movies well, I mean, like, like I'm, I'm trying to think of instances where it would like the. Like, uh, did they use a lot of green screen? I. I don't know. I don't Ooh. think a ton, though. I mean, they probably like the 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 actual like when the tracker jackers like fly up. That's all like swarm, like a, a swarm of fake. Like that would be the mm. oh, yeah, the I fire. Think they real beast. No, I know, but I'm I'm just trying to say like instances. Real yeah. tracker they jackers. They use real ones. Even, like, <laughs> from, like package coming down is probably VFX. Yeah, that's VFX. That's like hologram uh, stuff. A lot of the yeah. The stuff like, in the actual... arrows were probably VFXed in. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, I think a lot of the time they put them in, unless it's like just a close up of like yeah. holding it back or whatever. I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but yeah, they they shot in North Carolina for like pretty much all of it. Apparently, uh, Fireman's Fund Insurance Company insured the production, um, and as a part of their process, they insisted that they do a thorough risk analysis of hazards. <laughs> So there's um, including, real fire. Including, uh, <laughs> a, and apparently it was as diverse as wayward oh. arrows, because they were worried about that happening, mm. uh, poison ivy, bears, bugs, and a chase across fast-running water. I, I mean, that so. makes they sense. Any, <laughs> anytime you get an insurance on a production, they go through the script and they say, how are you yeah. doing this? How are you doing this? Yeah. We have to do it. We're making fucking Hallmark movies. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of funny. They're like, there could be bears, which is true. Yeah, there, there could, could be, be wayward arrows. Werewolves? Yes, there could be <laughs> werewolves. No. And for the, uh, for District 12, they originally were like, oh, well, we'll just like maybe make a house or whatever and then do VFX for the rest of it. But then they found uh, an old abandoned mill town that mm. they just ended up using for all of it. <laughs> That's crazy. Um. So that's that's fun. You know what I just thought of? What? It's kind of unrelated. Right. <laughs> you know what would be the craziest thing? No. It's if they had like a young adult dystopian 
shared universe and oh. like the characters from like Twilight came into these movies. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. divergent and were mixing. Obviously, it wouldn't make much sense because they're mm-hmm. all different, kind of. But could you imagine the girls going crazy? If you had, like, it'd be Edward like, show up in the Hunger Games? <laughs> it'd be like the MC. I feel like that'd be unfair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be unfair. Could you imagine if one of them was a vampire? <laughs> and they're just like... <laughs> they're, they're like, like hey, Lionsgate. Like, I've yeah. gotta hide the fact that Lionsgate, I'm Lionsgate, you have both of these you properties. You own both of these. You could do anything you want. It's like the Incredibles. Like how Dash has to pretend that he's not super fast to win. Yeah. You have to have, yeah. But Edward can't really die. It's true. I guess he would just lay there like he's dead, and he doesn't have a heartbeat or anything. That's true. So, they like, wouldn't they know would, the difference I, until he gets up. And take their bodies out of there. Well, yeah. And then mm. he just kills the medics, and he's like, I'm out, peace. <laughs> Bye. He, like, gets killed on purpose so he can escape the Hunger Games. That's yeah. what I would do if I were him. Yeah. They have, like, a dystopian Hunger Games. They have a Hunger Games, but it takes place in, like, a, like a, a vampire's mansion. And he's like, like that's the arena. It's like an old mansion. <laughs> like the like, haunted mansion. Yeah, it's a haunted mansion. <laughs> and then, and then he turns out to be a vampire, and everyone's like, "Oh." I just think that would have been wild if they had done that. Um, well, that would that would still be wild if they did that. <laughs> they can now. Well, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> If the next Hunger Games movie that comes out does really well, they might do whatever they want. <laughs> Could you imagine? Lionsgate would go wild. It's like, remember when we were like, there's no way they're going to bring back all three Spider-Men. That would be yeah. too crazy for the universe to handle. Yeah. I think anything is fair game now. Yeah. We should get if Edward Cullen. If we get Cullen shirtless and- <laughs> Din, we know every- anything's possible. We get Edward Cullen in the whatever President Snow movie. Yeah. <laughs> We're never finishing this episode. That's because it's because he lived so long. He was actually alive. Yes. Yeah, this is actually his, it's actually a prequel to Twilight and a and a also a prequel to Hunger Games. I think they should just start slipping him into a bunch of movies. He's just in the background. Yes. You just have Edward walking by in the background. That would be so funny. Lionsgate oh should God. do that in every single Lionsgate movie. There's just Edward in the background. Yeah, we're watching an unbearable weight of massive talent. Edward in the background. They turn there like those guys are looking at us. They it's go, Edward. They go, Robbie, we need you for a scene. Want to come to Spain? When they have the drug sequence in that movie, they turn they're like they're looking at us. It's Edward sitting there. That would be so good. That would be so funny. Someone should edit that. Someone should edit a bunch of Lions game movies. It's like the Robert Pattinson where he's like, you know, that picture of him standing. "Eh." Oh my god. Someone do that, please. Anyways, visually though, I think. (laughs) Oh, I was saying so. Oh yeah. So they they filmed in an old mill town. And then apparently... back on track um <laughs> that when they did the reaping scene it was apparently shot and it was so hot that day like it unbearably hot i don't know how hot it didn't say but it was apparently like extremely hot and they had like a billion extras and uh apparently like the the actor could obviously go to their trailer and cool off but all the extras were like out in the sun all day and they all felt like really bad so apparently they all gave them like autographs or whatever if they wanted it to make up for it don't think that makes up for it (laughs) that'll stop the heat stroke yeah but apparently they all felt really bad because they were like this is not great yeah it's really hot 
Do you have anything else visually? Like, I like, mean, the costume is kind of wild. And you get to yeah. see people in the Capitol. Yeah, I was gonna get to they're that. They're looking but... crazy. Yeah. Uh, so for the the districts, they they obviously wanted there to be yeah like a giant contrast between like mm-hmm. District Twelve and then when they get to the Capitol. So um, for District Twelve, they wanted it to be more of like a they they looked at photographs of like coal mining districts from like the nineteen fifties. And kind of looked for, like, an American feel of, like, clothing and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they they kind of landed on, yeah, like, a really, like, blue-gray color palette for all the clothes for the district, for at least for 12. And then, yeah, when you get to the capital, it's, like, every color, very theatrical, very, like, over-the-top, kind of crazy. Kind of weird. <laughs> oh, you know what we didn't talk about was the dress on fire. Or their clothes on fire. Well. Is that in this one? Yeah. yeah, it'd be production design. Yeah, we're we're here right now. <laughs> no, I know, but we were talking about like visual effects. Right? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, that... yeah, that would be visual effects. I don't know if that looked good or not. <laughs> I feel like it looks it fine. fine. Oh, it's just alright. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't as like wow as I was expecting it to be from the books, but mm. it doesn't look bad. Yeah. Mm. Another thing in this, in this movie is like technology. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what can they do? Because oh. like, yeah, like they have well, like yeah. When we talked about how they put like literal dogs into here. Yeah. That's crazy. And yeah, like, they can, they have fabric that can be set on, I mean, you can set fabric on fire now, but, like, it's, like, it's, like, different, you know? Yeah. It's weirder. I mean, it seems to be a pretty advanced society because, you know, they have, like, lots of stuff, right? Yeah. Also, like, the trackers. I mean, not that you don't have trackers now, but, like, they're giant. Yeah, they put that (laughs) in your skin. Yeah. I was also, like, did they take those out after? Probably not. Yeah, but if not, they're just like la- then in the next movie they put in another one. I'm like, you're just layering wow. trackers at this point. Yeah, maybe they dissolve. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I like by those stitches that dissolve eventually. Yeah, but, I mean, I think the biggest thing visually from this movie is kind of the costumes, and then just the fact mm. that there's the shaky cam. But I feel like the costumes, a lot of people are like, wow, the capital's very like distinct. Yeah, and like they're kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe is good. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Do you want to stick with your eight thing? Yeah, sure. I think I feel like the 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 costumes put it up to an eight, maybe like a seven sure. like seven and a half normally. Yeah, but I feel like the costumes are kind of interesting. Think all the fighting stuff looks pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, like the points where it goes down is like those dogs, mm-hmm. and then I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, just general. Maybe yeah. the shaky cam is a little annoying. Yeah, just sometimes, at least for me. But so, but yeah, okay. Uh, so we'll move on to round four, editing enumerations, just scoring based on editing, music, and sound design. You know me, editing. Who cares? <laughs> uh, but yeah, maybe another eight. The music's kind of good. Yeah. There's some stuff I in here. I also gave it a name. Editing-wise, I mean, I just kind of said that, like, I mean, a little bit about the fighting. Because, mm-hmm. again, sometimes fighting's kind of hard to cut because sometimes if you do fast, you're like, I have no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think in some points it it is edited a little weird just because it's matching the shaky cam so it gets kind of chaotic but i feel like for the most part it's pretty normal and fine Mm -hmm. um i don't know like pacing wise i think it's pretty good yeah how long is this movie two Two hours 222 oh it's longer than i thought yeah that probably means that you don't find it that long then (laughs) yeah uh yeah you guys are saying the second one felt long I feel like the second one just was long, but maybe it's around the same. It's only four minutes longer. Uh-uh. Oh, so maybe it, it just feel feels longer. a little bit longer. But yeah, I think mostly the editing's pretty fine. 
mm-hmm. except for the odd time where I'm like, it's kind of aggressively cutting, but it's fine. Yeah. There was a little bit about the soundtrack. Um, there was the, this, this film had the song Safe and Sound by Taylor Swift. Safe and I like sound. I like that song um, too. Yeah. Um, and so it won a Grammy and was nominated for Golden Globe for Best Original Song. So that was a big thing from this movie. And I feel like that was the kind of song that was playing a lot on the radio at the time. I feel like you heard it a lot. I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but I feel like I... I was, I've had it on my phone. I don't think yeah. I don't know if it was like a big radio song, but like I knew it. Yeah. Not, I definitely knew it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But it did, it did win some stuff and people were like, oh yeah, that song lit. And then the score was originally supposed to be done by Danny Elfman, um, yeah. but then he was doing something else. Um, so then uh, James Newton Howard mm-hmm. did it. I kind of like it though. Yeah, I'm trying to remember it because we watched it a while ago. But I feel like every, I feel like I don't know generally the Hunger Games score. I'm like I'm kind of into this. Sometimes it comes up in a playlist I have for scores. Yeah, uh, the one where Rue dies. Yeah, farewell. It's a good yeah. song. Yeah, it's kind of good. I feel like it works with it with the world or whatever mm-hmm. i just like the vibe of them <laughs> yeah so yeah i like the soundtrack um sound design wise uh i put down just that there's a couple instances again uh where the uh again where there's the hallucination thing i feel like there's some weird sound stuff there too yeah. the weird like i don't know glitchy like yeah yeah you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> um there's that and then also when they blow up the pile of stuff there's like the ringing oh yeah which is i feel like the ringing in this movie for some reason is worse than other times that they use ringing in movies like that i don't know why i, I feel like it's a higher pitched noise and i feel like <laughs> if i listen to it with headphones i legitimately have to take it out for this movie other movies i feel like it's fine but for this movie for some reason it just seems more annoying <laughs> mm. so i don't know i might might be mostly it. i don't know yeah maybe it's really not that much for this yeah I mean, yeah, the biggest thing is that I'm like, yeah, I think the score is kind of fun. I like it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I feel like editing and sound design is kind of just like... Fine. Fine. So maybe... I don't know eight if an the... eight's too high or seven. if it's usually a seven and a half and then the music gets it to an eight. I don't know. Do one, one and one. Oh, sure. Okay, I'll go, I'll go 7.5. Okay, I'll give it an eight then. <laughs> we love our compromises for these things. Okay. Um, which means we'll move on to round five, societal sum scoring based on the impact the film has on society and the industry. I mean, it's a hard one because it's like, this was like the young adult dystopian novel. I don't know if this was like the first one in that specific genre of dystopian, because I don't know, we were trying to kind of define the genre before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Divergent and Maze Runner would have been made if yeah. the first Hunger Games hadn't made so much money. Yeah, <clears throat> that's fair. Are those the only three movies in this? Let's see so. what happens if you look I've, up. I've looked it up. Before. Oh, did you? I think it is the only three. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and then also, I guess Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, it didn't kickstart her career or anything, but I feel like I'm she willing definitely to bet got... it made her a little more famous. I feel like it probably made her a lot more famous. Well, it definitely made her more commercially, like not commercially, but like blockbuster famous mm-hmm. because she was doing like Winter's Bone and like American Hustle and so like those oh, aren't well, but you know what I mean. Like she yeah. was, she became no. I mean, also like since this was more like like young adult. Um, yeah. leaning it got her famous in that crowd yeah which then i think got more just like but, yeah. general 
knowledge about her. It was definitely her, like, young people talking about her. Yeah, break into the mainstream, I would say. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe, like, I don't know, 7.5 or 8. What'd you say? I said, like, an 8.5, but that seems high. 8.5? I was randomly putting down numbers. I don't know. Because also, like, I, I don't know. I mean, we can talk about it. Okay, well. <laughs> I mean, I just don't know because uh studio wise for Lionsgate it did kind of help them. Oh yeah. Um if this brought back Lionsgate. Yeah, that you're like never mind. Nine, nine. and a half. <laughs> <laughs> nine and a half just because Lionsgate. Um yeah, because this was like a big thing for Lionsgate. Mm. Um it also set like a ton of records for like opening day. It also set like a pre release like a uh, pre-sale uh ticket thing like thing i don't know (laughs) there Mm -hmm. was there was a something for that that it broke um it made 694 million on its like 78 ish million dollar budget um third highest grossing film that doesn't make sense ninth (laughs) highest grossing of 2012 um of 2012 yeah i feel like there's a lot that came out 2012 though um but it made like a lot of money Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one says it was the third highest grossing of 2012. Box office mojo. Didn't you just say Well, third? I said third highest. Oh, third highest in the US, ninth. Gro- ninth. Yeah, I heard ninth and I was like, yeah, what? Ninth highest film of 2012. What? That doesn't make sense, that though. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's the third highest. Oh, okay. I don't know. That does make a little bit more sense. I was confused. I was like, there was eight other movies that made more than <laughs> $654 million. Yeah. It was Avengers, Dark Knight Rises, and Hunger mm-hmm. Games. And then uh, other thing is. Twilight was fifth. So Lionsgate had a good year. Yeah. Yeah, it's what, what was that? Breaking Dawn, Dawn part, part one, two. two. Mm-hmm. It was praised a lot, yeah, for Jennifer Lawrence's um, acting. And also other people. I think generally they were like, the acting and this was pretty fun. Pretty good. Um, what happened to Josh Hutcherson? He, I don't know. I've been on his IMDb. He's been doing stuff, but nothing that I've really heard of. Mm. Yeah. He's working, but no one's paying attention. He was more of like a kid actor, too, right? He yeah, was Bridge pretty... to Terabithia. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about, about that, about that the other day. day. <laughs> um, it obviously uh, had three more films after it. It has, like, generally good reviews. It has, like, an 84 on Rotten Tomatoes, like, an A cinema score. Mm-hmm. Um, it has, like, a 68 on Metacritic, but I don't know. I don't ever know what Metacritic really is. I don't is. know. I don't really either. <laughs> but generally, everything else is, like, pretty good. I don't know. I think the biggest things is that it made a lot of money for Lionsgate, and mm-hmm. Lionsgate was like, heck yeah. And then also, I do think that it did boost Jennifer Lawrence's career yeah. a lot. And yeah, it kind of started that... Um, Hunger Games, then Divergent, then Maze Runner. It kind of started that thing happening, yeah. which also ended up making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a bunch of merch, like, like you know, the, the classic stuff. I mean, yeah, this certainly was like a <laughs> this was a big, big deal movie. Yeah, I just think it's more its reputation is a little bit tarnished by the fact that the last two movies were kind of bad. Yeah, it always happens. There never seems to be like a perfect series. Do the last two movies follow the last book or does it go off who knows you have to ask me to remember the last book and, and the, the last, last two movies, movies. i guess so. i barely i had lost interest i really went through a period of not really enjoying jennifer lawrence that much and i still don't <laughs> um but the, by the time the last two movies came out i was only watching them for natalie dormer i was like i guess 
because I was obsessed with her for a bit. Mm. Um, but I, like, don't, I barely remember them. I think I saw them each one. I think I've definitely only seen them each one. But I don't know where that, I, I don't know where that. Maybe, like, an eight. I just think, you know, th- those things are big at the time, but what do they mean after the fact? Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're big at the time, and then the only thing that it affects is, like, Jennifer Lawrence being big. Mm-hmm. And then the studio. I feel like she would have been big anyways because she had X-Men. She'd already had an Academy Award nomination. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is just more but of like Lionsgate. a... But Lionsgate. Lionsgate had Twilight, though. Yeah. Yeah. But they Did apparently they? were like... Well, they acquired Summit. You thought it was E1. It was Summit. Oh, Summit. oh right. It was Summit. Is it both? I don't know. I think E1 also had... But did they acquire it after this? They Because they made it... money? They No, they acquired it before Breaking Dawn, I think. Or around the same, t- but they had been in the deal of acquiring Summit since two thousand and eight, mm-hmm. and then it went through in like twenty twelve. So it was around the same time. But they mm-hmm. would have had they would have owned Twilight by the yeah. time this movie came out and was a success. Yeah, maybe like an eight. Sure. Okay. Uh, so we'll move on to the bonus best round. So a film can get a bonus point if we agree on it being the best film in the category presented, and it can win up to three points. All right. First question. Uh, which Gary Ross adventure would you best succeed at? Oh, no. So, Surviving the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. A Diamond Heist, Ocean's 8. Mm-hmm. Or winning a horse race, Seabiscuit. You're the jockey, not the horse. Seabiscuit. <laughs> have you seen Seabiscuit? Maybe. No. I remember watching it and being like, this is kind of fun. Is that the, the newer one? No, 2003. You guys are pretty oh. young. <laughs> What's the newer one? What's the other horse movie? I have no idea. I watched movies was kind of a genre for a minute, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Not Racing. a very good one. <laughs> Can't think of a really good horse movie. Racing Stripes. That's about as evil. I, I, <laughs> I watched one horse movie in theaters somewhere between 2010 and probably 2017. Don't know what it's called, but it was a big one. Black Beauty. Nope. Dream Horse. Nope. Horse Girl. Nope. Spirit nope. Untamed. No. War Horse. No. Hildago. No. The Mustang. No. Flicka. No. Have you seen Flicka? Or more recent. I'm. I don't. She's trying. No, I'm gonna kill myself. I can't remember. Oh well, don't do that. Here, give me a second. I'm gonna find this horse movie. I'm on okay. the fiftieth best. Secretariat. Yes. Secretariat. <laughs> yes. Well, that just makes me think of BoJack Horseman. Yeah. Well, I think that was it. <laughs> I just remember seeing that in theaters and being like, it's kind of boring. I honestly feel like, yeah, horse movies is probably a genre I'd put low on my list of good genres. Oh, for sure. You know, like, why do they keep doing that? I don't know. These aren't that good. <laughs> Anyways. Wait. What's the question? Is being a... <laughs> what's Seabiscuit about? He's a racing horse. Yeah, and he's a real... It's based on a true story. But why am I dying in this? <laughs> I never said you were dying. Just I said, which, which would you succeed at the most? Oh, I don't so know. Winning... I don't think you'd win in the Hunger Games. No, you know? I know. Which I, would you succeed at? I think I took it more as which one am I least likely to die at? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, sea biscuit. <laughs> like, is that a darker story? Obviously. Sea <laughs> biscuit dies. Oh, great. Oh, I remember correctly. I haven't seen Spoiler. it in a long time, but. He's a real horse. He has died. Okay, so the That's question true. is, can I fight for my life? Can in, you in steal a, a diamond? Or, or can, can I ride a horse? Ride a horse really well. I, I don't guess. think I'd be good at horse riding. <laughs> I've ridden a horse a few times, but I've not racing. 
I've galloped on a horse like once, and it's honestly really fun. So, you ever meet? Do you ever meet horse people? Horse girls are—they—it's they, definitely their entire personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna lose our entire audience of horse girls. This is why we're cutting this. <laughs> I don't know if horse girls are their entire personality. Why would they be listening to this? Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Unless we're wrong, they're like, we're waiting for you to do Sea Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, they mentioned Sea Biscuit. That's all I wanted. Here's the thing: I think I would definitely die in the Hunger Games. Oh, for sure. So the question is: I don't think I I'm, think the only way that I would survive the Hunger Games is if I somehow managed to wait everybody else to die. I'm sure there's like, other people. Like, I'm sure you could kill some of them. Yeah. It also is like, would I want to kill Rue? I would feel really bad. I wouldn't be able to kill Rue. So then it's like, well, how much, you know, so I think I'd probably be bad at that. The mm-hmm. question is, am I more likely to succeed at stealing a diamond or riding a horse? I mean, I would, I would guess I'd be more, uh, better at riding a horse even though i've never i've never done either of these things yeah um <laughs> never killed anybody in in a um in real life or in a an arena <laughs> never what do you mean in real life or in an arena <laughs> i mean in real life normally or in like a game thing you've killed people in games no but i mean in real life in a game saying the hunger games doesn't exist I don't know. Okay, you're right. You never killed anyone. Yeah, uh, never stolen a diamond and never ridden a horse. So either one is just a guess for me. But I feel like it would be easier to learn how to ride a horse than it would to. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. Some horses I can't even get on. Great. <laughs> when I was at camp, I always needed a boost. But if you're like winning like a it's horse hard. race, you'd get one that like you bond with, right? Yeah, it's very hard and also very dangerous to be a jockey. I mean, I can. You're also supposed that. to be like under five feet. <laughs> yeah, like I think the tallest. I think because like, it's usually it's almost always men, mm-hmm. but they're usually like short kings. They're all like five three or under. Mm-hmm. They do a uh, horse racing at my brother's casino where he works, and they like. I think it's the thoroughbreds that are exciting because they're actually on the horse. But every other time, they're in the little chariot behind the horse. That's chuck wagons, yeah. Yeah, whatever. That always is so funny to me. <laughs> chuck wagon is very dangerous. I was watching once. I was We were eating dinner there, and you could see it on the screen because it was happening. And flipped right over, and yeah, I was like... a lot of animals die was fine. in chuck wagon, but also, fine. like, people's wagons with blood. Yeah. Horse mm-hmm. just... And I'm like, oh, oh my what God. do you think you'd be better to succeed at? Stealing a diamond? Yeah. Yeah. Than winning a horse race? <laughs> I guess so. I'm not saying I would necessarily be great at it. You're also like you wait eight, for the other eight, people. You got eight people. You just gotta I guess have a so. roll in the heist. I guess so. And so I think I'd give it to Ocean. Okay, we'll steal a diamond together. Great. Here's we have three of our <laughs> members of our team it's like right the here. Pink Panther. <laughs> That's a good movie. It's a fun movie. I don't think we've seen it. But... Get back there. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to, to have, have a hamburger. <laughs> Great. You're like, what? <laughs> I know what's happening. Anyways. Anyways, it's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, all right. Question number two. The most horrifying dystopian future. Oh. You guys knew this one was coming. We yeah. had to compare the three of them. Yeah. So we got, obviously, The Hunger Games, Maze Runner, and then Divergent. Well. Most horrifying. I mean, it depends really on what your role is. Yeah. Divergent is kind of like. Divergent's, yeah. like, low-key fine for most yeah. people in the world. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, if you're like, oh, I want to be peaceful, I'm going to choose Amity, all you have to do is go farm. Yeah. 
Or you could choose, like, erudite, and all you have to do is go be smart. Honestly, mm-hmm. being dauntless is the one that you're, like, yeah, well, I gotta run all the time. Yeah. I could die. Yeah. And then Maze Runner is, like, if you're comfortable enough just not going into the maze <laughs> yeah, and living like that, it's fine. The Hunger Games is, like, if you get chosen for the games, you're probably gonna die. I mean, also, like, the Hunger Games normal life, if you're, like, in a... A poor any, district. If you're in a poor district, is also just kind of miserable because, mm-hmm. like, you don't really have anything. You have to work that specific like job or whatever. Like, you're stuck there. You can't really do anything. Everything pr- is pretty much putting your life on the line. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it really just depends. Like, which one? I think being in Divergent would be the most fun, just because I think. Yeah, you're provided for. Yeah, it's pretty much yeah. It's 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 probably as close to normal life as you can get out of the. Thing. I've never seen Maze Runner. I don't actually know what the world is. <laughs> I mean, it's a uh, they all get stuck in a maze. They get Great. put into no. <laughs> they get put into this like place where this maze opens every day, and they have send people to try and like solve it or something. Oh yeah, but then at, at night, if you're still in there, like things kill you. Uh. Yeah. So they're all trying to get out, but... I don't know what happens in the other books. Um, like, I don't, I don't know, know what... I think it's, like, that there... I don't know. I think there was, like, a... An ill... I don't know. I feel like there was, like, something or... I don't know. Something I heard on they're the kind of, like, like, violent. Yeah. Maze Runner? Yeah. Like, they're a little, like... I, seen, I think I've seen the first and second one. Um, I all. do not remember the second one at all. I've seen all of them, and I don't remember the second or third. Like, could not tell you a single thing that happened. I know they're, like, in a desert or something. Yeah, Scorch Trials. Yeah. Trail. Trial. Trials. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Scorch Trails. <laughs> I don't know. They're in Trail. I don't know. Yeah, Trials. Trials. Uh, but that's literally it. I have no idea. There's some things, like, for Divergent, though. Like, I don't know why you would pick Candor. Yeah. What are you doing? I have no idea. They're just telling the truth. <clears throat> I guess they're, like, they're supposed law. To be, yeah, like they're supposed you, to be, like, the law. And then area date is, like, the smart people, so they can done things and stuff. Yeah. Amity is, they do a lot of agriculture. Yeah. Abnegation is just, what do they do in abnegation? Gov- <laughs> oh, yeah, they have the governing faction, aren't yeah. they? And Dauntless is, like, their law. But then there's, like, two laws. I don't know. I feel like we're, they're missing something. I feel yeah. Like. <laughs> but anyways... Yeah, I feel like I'd probably give it to Hunger Games for, like, most, like, dangerous, like, crazy. Yeah, well, it's the scariest future. Yeah. Yeah, like, that that became the world that's pretty scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, first point. Last question. I have the best Jennifer Lawrence portrayal of a source character. So, like, Mm. someone from a book or, like, pre-existing source material. Mm -hmm. And I just put Katniss and Mystique. I think they're her two biggest ones and the most similar roles in mm-hmm. terms of size. I feel like Jennifer Lawrence is playing like pretty much the same character every time. They're always like I agree. I don't yeah. Like her as they're an actor. always like yeah. like cold and you know, not you know. Yeah. Bitchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Red Sparrow character is the same. I don't know what she's like in Passenger. She's like asleep the whole time, right? <laughs> she's mother. Kind of the same. She's kind of crazy mean. Don't yeah. look up. She's a little bit different, more like she's still. they're like we gave her a funky haircut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's obviously edgy. Yeah, but still pretty much the same. Yeah, like I don't know if she could be like a chameleon actor. No, she's no Pedro Pascal. No, 
Is it just best portrayal? Yeah, of like a source character. I don't know that like she kind of made it her own. Did people like her as Mystique? I'm not an X Men fan, don't know. so I've seen one X Men movie. I've seen First Class and whatever the one with Kevin Bacon is. Is that also First Class? No, I don't know. I Magneto. Um, movies I don't right. think Kevin Bacon has ever played. Am I crazy? I think you are crazy because I do definitely think he's in those movies. <laughs> It does. It sounds weird. You know, Kevin Bacon. (laughs) (laughs) He's Sebastian Shaw. Is that Magneto? I think Michael Fassbender's Magneto. Oh, maybe he's a different guy. I was just like, he's not Magneto. Well, that is first class. So you've only seen one. I swear I've seen the other one too. I think I've seen the. I believe I had the three. I have no. I feel like there's more than that. Well, I there's the wrong. there's the there's the first there's like three of each. I'm talking about the James mm. McAvoy. The, there's X-Men. like the James McAvoy X X Men, and then there were like the original. I think there's three mm. with like Hugh Grant or Hugh Jackman, not Hugh Grant, Hugh Jackman, and like Anna Paquin. I wish Hugh Grant. That'd be funny. I love <laughs> Hugh Grant. I feel like I would probably say Hunger Games. I just think that it's a more memorable character. Yeah. Because I think, like, for Mystique, like, yeah, I remember what she looks like, but I can't remember a single thing about what she does. Yeah. I mean, also, there was a lot more people, like, praising her in that role. Yeah. I think, and I think if you say Jennifer Lawrence, your brain just jumps to Katna. Yeah. 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 You don't think, like, Mystique. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess we'll give it to Hong Kong. Two points. Okay. Um... So then we'll move on to the final scoring. So adding up all the points from the rounds and the bonus points, our final score is... 82. Mm-hmm. So it's a A-. Sure. I yeah. feel like that's fine. blockbuster, I think it's a pretty good blockbuster. Yeah. Good adaptation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is nice when you get like an adaptation like that and when you find that people are mostly, like, happy with how it was adapted, because that's always the fear when anything's adapted, yeah. is you're like, are they gonna mess it up? That's me with The Last of Us. Right. <laughs> I'm like, are they gonna mess this up? They better not. I, like, I hadn't watched it in a long time because I did get, like, just really overtired of seeing Jennifer Lawrence, and mm-hmm. I don't like her that much, so I was like, eh, I don't watch this. But when we rewatched it, I was like, this is good. I actually really enjoy this, like, story. Yeah. 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 It's like a fun time. Yeah. Are we going to do the rest of them? No. <laughs> the only series we do here is Twilight, Twilight and apparently Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, that's Although it. we're not doing the other ones. No. So anyways. No. Is that it then? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. Uh, so be sure to follow us on Instagram at Cinda.Grade or on Twitter at Cinda.Grade to keep up with what films we review next. Feel free to send us suggestions on Instagram or email us at CindaGradePodcast at gmail.com. Let us know how you feel about the film. Send us your own grade and give us any thoughts you had. If you disagree about anything, feel free to send us that too. Uh, we're always interested in having a conversation about film. Also, be sure to write and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. It really helps us to get more exposure so the more people can find us. Where can they reach you? You guys can find me on Instagram at underscore Chelsea Mitchell underscore. And you can find me on Instagram at Al Shakur. If you want to keep up with us or ask any questions, never hesitate to reach out. I think that's all for this week. I'm Al Shakur. I'm Chelsea Mitchell. And we'll see you next time on Cinegrade.